Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to this week's discussions by Drea. I hope everyone had a good week. I know the weather was treacherous for some of us in other states this week, so we want to send out prayers to those. But for those of us who just had to deal with a little inconvenience of some snow and ice, We are glad to be moving through that. Anyway, today's show is going to be a little different. I'm going to bring on a guest because she wanted to bring in a topic. So with that topic, I figured she should be part of the show. She's a wonderful young lady that I have the pleasure of working with on Wednesdays during our busy clinic time. Her name is Kay Davis, and once we get her on here, we will start with the introduction of who she is and what the topic is for the day. So stay tuned. Hello. So this is Miss Kay. Davis here with us today. And Kay, if you don't mind to give a brief introduction about yourself. Oh, okay. <clears throat> sorry. Oh, goodness. You know, I was going to be nervous. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't need to be nervous. It's just me and you. Okay. So, I mean, what you, what you want me to say? Introduce okay. yourself. Who so are much. you? What do you like? Okay, so my name is Kiesa Davis, but I go by K. A lot of people seem to mispronounce my name. Um, I met Miss Drea at work. We work together, so this is how I became to. I guess say anything else. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. sorry. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. Because it'll be live like this once I go back and do it. So it's okay. Oh, okay. Okay. You just recording. Yeah. Okay. Good, good, good. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. So tell us what, or tell the audience what we're discussing today. <clears throat> so the topic for today is self-worth or I guess you can say like um, when you're in a relation well I'm gonna give an example like when you're in a relationship you start to lose yourself within that relationship Mm -hmm. so losing yourself because you may I guess lose your voice or just so into that person you used to do for yourself as far as for women like going to get your hair done going to get your nails on stuff stuff like that or it could be another situation where you're being I guess maybe mentally or physically abused Mm -hmm. in a relationship so you know you at that point you lose your self-worth so okay so let's go back so And speaking of self-worth in regards to relationships, Uh do you 
feel that or has it been your experience even uh, not your direct experience but experiences of your girlfriends or female relatives or whatever that women lose themselves or lose that self-worth in order to maintain the relationship or are they giving too much of themselves in the relationship and not being reciprocated that so I would say for me I feel like in my relationship I lose some some sort or little bit of self-worth because I feel as if I lose my voice when it comes to certain things. Your yeah. phone cut out. Repeat that part. Oh, I'm sorry. I was saying um, sometimes within my relationship, I feel like I have lost my voice. So it can be something simple as we're trying to figure out what we want to eat. So I'll go to Papados or something. And he'd be like, oh, well, no, I want something else. So I'm going to go to this place. I'm going to go to Maggiano's or something. So it could be something simple like that. But why is that losing your voice if so you're saying losing your voice because you wanted to go to Papados, he wanted to go to Maggiano's, and you all went to Maggiano's based on the fact that that's where he wanted to go. Okay. I guess, the, I mean, that's just an example, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, to me, losing your voice, I and I allow myself is what I feel or believe mm-hmm. that when I was in my marriage that I allowed him to lead mm-hmm. whereas we should have been um, more in sync together versus one person leading and one person following okay. for example he would introduce me as the wife or his wife mm-hmm versus my name I have a whole name I got a first name middle name and a last name so pick one of them I'm not just your wife right I am Andrea Andrea whatever you pronounce it you know I'm my own individual right um also I think that and it's different in dating scenarios versus being married um and for me again you know this is just in the world that I lived in that I allowed myself to dull my own shine so that he could shine brighter. And not that I did it consciously. I think it was a subconscious thing Mm -hmm. when I think about it in retrospect, because, you know, this is my husband, I'm his wife, you know, I'm his self, his helpmate, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. But I think due to the dynamics within the relationship, he had to be the front runner. He had to be the one standing in the front. He had to be recognized first. Right. Otherwise, there was a problem with insecurities and subconscious jealous jealousy and things like that. And mm-hmm. I and I, I think with even what you said as far as just the where do you want to go to eat, 
I think it's a power play sometimes. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, we we as women sometimes just give in for sake of it's not worth the fight. But sometimes it is worth the fight. Right. I don't want to go to Marciano. <laughs> you asked me where did I want to go. I said Papa Do. So either <laughs> we go to Papa Do's or we need to come up with a consensual place. Yeah. Not just because that's where you want to go. I don't want to go there. So I, I think it becomes um, it becomes a, a battle sometimes subconsciously, sometimes consciously, and sometimes nonverbal versus verbal where we just, as they say, pick our battles. Yeah. Are you brushing your teeth? No, I'm not. I'm fouling my nail. I'm sorry. You can hear <laughs> Yeah, I'm so sorry. I didn't think that. Was... Oh gosh. Okay, I stopped. Sorry. Never mind. Um, I think it's um, you know, one of those things where we try to decide what's worth what's worth the trouble at that moment. Mm-hmm. But I agree. We do, in some cases, lose our. I don't know if it's so much we lose it versus giving it away. Hmm. thoughts on that so I understand where you're saying giving it away more so than losing it because like you said it's more so of do I want this to be a big blow up or am I just going to go ahead and just go with the flow Mm -hmm. type of thing so I can understand from that perspective but so do you think it's a um or would you consider it a I don't wanna well I mean it, it would I guess I'll just ask this. Do you think it's a bad thing to lose your voice or lose yourself in a relationship? Is there a limit to how much you should give? I think that women give 100% in their relationships so okay let me just say this I feel like in my past relationships I have given 100% to that relationship in return maybe get 25 maybe 50% so I guess in this relationship this person it's like a battle so to speak I ain't trying to give all my give my all for the simple fact I don't want to be I guess the fool mm. if it doesn't work out. So let me I'm gonna just say that. So I think it can be a good thing and I think it can be a bad thing. I think it can be a good thing if the if your mate is reciprocating and giving one hundred percent. If you're, if it's just one person giving 100% and somebody giving 25 or 50, no, it's it's not good. (laughs) But I I guess in in most relationships, it's expected that everybody give their, at whatever point it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, out the gate, everybody ain't giving given their full capacity but is there a um a timeline to giving 
your all and even not in so much giving your all but well no let's let's out let me backtrack so (laughs) in sticking with what we're talking about your Mm self-worth what is the I guess the 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 determining factor in deciding when enough is enough when you're what is it that makes you decide that you've done all you can in this relationship and your self-worth, your your personal whatever it is, is being jeopardized for this person? I guess it would have to be... Um, I'm pondering. I guess it will have to... When I feel like I have done it all and exhausted every possibility and it's still not getting through, I'm still not able to get through to that person and that person is still like on their own roller coaster, so to speak, or going on their own ride. I guess, and there's no changes. Mm Mm-hmm for me mentally and physically I would say that's enough like I have done everything I could I don't know if that answers the question so I guess I'm I'm trying to uh, get you to pin down on or give me an example of a time where you're self-worth was somebody just took took your self-worth for total advantage um i would say the relationship i was in before this one the last person cheated on me oh so i would say the end of that they just took what they took me for granted, I will say. They took the relationship for granted. And I guess they blamed it on me. Well, I'm not going to say I guess. They did blame it on me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I cheated, but I don't, I don't know. And how do you feel that affected your self-worth? Did you feel... I guess it's less than. Yeah, I would say it made me feel less than because it's like, oh gosh, another failed relationship. What is it that you are doing wrong? Mm-hmm. But I had to realize I had to get out of that mindset. I mean, granted, you're you're gonna bump your head a few times, and you're gonna learn from your mistakes. But I had to learn that a relationship is 50-50. And that just because that person cheated on me, I could have done something wrong, even if I didn't cheat emotionally or physically. But for that person to physically cheat, that was not my fault. Okay. If that makes sense, did I say that right? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, 
so do you feel in in situations like that that where cheating is involved whether the male cheats or the female cheats that it it has something to do with the other person at all can it just be that the person who cheated was just being selfish and just did what they wanted to do that could that that's a possibility i say more a percentage of cheating is selfishness but i also think a percentage of cheating is also due to the lack of of the other person in a relationship sort of speak so say for instance if you're you are married and um and granted I'm just going off an example I don't know how true a lot of people say that the sex goes downhill Mm -hmm. so I guess and it's and I also want to put it out there, I'm not making an excuse for people cheating either. But um, they say that the sex goes downhill and I guess the woman or the man is not giving it up enough. So they go and find it somewhere else after they have exhausted every possibility of trying to spice it up a little bit or get a little more kinkier or do it outside of the bedroom like outside of the home and just be spontaneous with it Mm -hmm. so I mean I think that can result in cheating but I don't know if that's also coming from like generations of what you won't do someone else will Mm -hmm. that's been engraved in our minds Mm-hmm. and making us feel like oh we have to do this because if we don't then you know this man isn't going to go out here or this woman's going to go out here and do A, B, C, D so that's very true I think it's more so on um, on the women's part that you know what we don't do somebody else will more so than the men because women are we're wired different and we, you know, all of us aren't freaks and all of us aren't, um, a lot of us due to how we were brought up Mm -hmm. still have sexual inhibitions that we've not shaken or gotten rid of even being whatever age we are in being grown. There are still things that you may or may not be comfortable with and, you know, while you try to not um, tell your mate no, but you do other things, hoping they'll forget about that one thing they really want. <laughs> <laughs> so it just it just depends. But yeah, um, and I think from that being brought up that way, you know, having things ingrained, then your self worth is uh, is somewhat already depleted ahead of getting into a relationship because there's just some things that you know is a hard no and yeah if I don't then somebody else will but then is it worth it for that other person to go be with that or not even be with because they just want that one thing that they want from that other person Mm -hmm. I mean and it can be so multifaceted but 
you know, in dealing with the self-worth part, I shouldn't be made to feel like I'm not valued or I'm still not important because you want this one sexual thing and I'm not. And I won't say not willing to. It's just something that, no, I don't want to right. do. So then is it that big of a deal that you have to have it? Or can we compromise? And I don't know that the, the compromise is often given. It's either you going to do this or I'm going to go find somebody that we Yeah, it's almost like a like a threat. So then it challenges you to be like, okay, so if you're going to do that, then it's either over or I'm going to go do me. And it just becomes this big ordeal. I, I just, I don't know. I guess that's yeah. why you have to have a strong communication, I guess, with your partner. Or maybe. Yeah. Uh, strong communication helps, but I don't know if sometimes if if it's going to matter if that's something that they really want to do. But I don't think, again, that the person who has the reason for not wanting to participate in whatever this act is, then I shouldn't have to question my worthiness just because I didn't want to participate in this one particular thing. You know? But... Everybody's different. Sure. So my thing is, what about, and this probably is off topic, but what about the women that do do all of that, but still is playing second to someone else when they're supposed to be? So you mean someone who was uh, being a a, a side piece on no, purpose? So someone who is like down to do whatever for her to, to please her husband but yeah he is so greedy everything she does for him he still goes out and cheats. Then that's just him being selfish. I mean, there's nothing There's nothing else that can be said for that. If she, you know, throwing it in a circle and, you know, swinging from the chandelier and got on different wigs to be however many different personalities and he still goes and cheats, that, do, that does not fall on her. The way I see it, that would then fall on him just because he can, so he does. Because otherwise, there's no reason to. That is true. I just had to, well, wanted you to address that. So just for your listeners, they know, like, you know, and they understand that you know, just because you're out there and you're doing everything you're supposed to do doesn't mean it's your fault if he still chooses to step out. Well, no, I, and I think most of us would already know that, you know, if I done done everything, even things I didn't want to do, things I didn't like, things that made me uncomfortable, but I did them all anyway, and you still cheated. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that they would know, well, this this ain't on me. But we deal with people um, 
male or women who are very uh, manipulative, who can tell you also at the same time what you saw with your own eyes right. you didn't see. So then there's that. But you have to know, you know, you have to know for yourself when when you did and when you didn't and what was right and what wasn't right. So, you know, you, you can't make I or I, the way I say it is I can't allow your issues to become my issues. I already have issues. Right. So I can't carry your cross and carry mine too. Well, you said it. <laughs> so that's that. All right, Miss Kay. Well, thank you for joining me today. I appreciate your insight and I will talk to you okay. soon. See you later. Bye-bye. All right. So that was my show with Miss Davis, Miss Kay Davis, and she wanted to discuss self-worth. Um, I'm going to go a little further because um, I have a few more things to add. So when she brought it to me, I decided to add her to the recording to um, let her say her piece because she felt pretty, um, pretty passionate about it. When I thought about self-worth, I'm thinking about um, some of the things she said as far as in relationships and how, you know, people make us feel and that. But also um, knowing your self-worth, as is often said. But how do you know? Not as much as, you know, what you allow and what you don't allow in a relationship, but your actual self-worth. How do you know what that is? How do you figure that out? You know, um, it's often been said that you have to know your worth and you have to know, you know, what you will take and what you won't take. And some of that is not known until you're in that position. You know, I stayed in a adulterous marriage. And while for most people, that it hasn't happened to, they will say, nope, cheating is a deal breaker. You cheat, that's it. Well, until you're in that, it's kind of hard to say. Does that mean that I wasn't worth anything or that my value was lessened because I stayed? I initially kind of thought so myself. I, you know, I thought of myself as uh, damaged goods is what I would say. Um, and albeit, we have to look at what happened during, in the interim of that thing. Um, I believed to a degree that, you know, his cheating was my fault. And I will take some responsibility. Yes, I may not have been all that I should have been in the department of being a wife as far as satisfying his sexual needs. I'll say it. Does that give you the right to cheat? 
it's a fine line because some could say, well, he told you you wouldn't, you know, you weren't putting out enough and you still didn't. So he cheated. You made a choice to cheat, though. And it was not just once. It was several times. And it was over a period of years. So at some point, you didn't just cheat. You had a whole relationship with somebody. And that's totally different than you cheating. But whatever. Um, I did feel that I was devalued. And, you know, I suck at a, as a wife. I didn't give it up enough. So my husband went out and cheated. But at some point, then it became a decision he made to continue said uh, behaviors. It had nothing to do with me. But I was in a mindset already that, you know, well, here I am stuck, kind of. I didn't feel good about myself. I didn't feel good about you know, trying to be a wife. But I I stuck it out and I, I made changes. And those changes still didn't yield different results because he still cheated. So at that point, I knew it had nothing to do with me. It had nothing to do with my self-worth. But then what is self-worth? Am I worth a, a relationship where I'm not cheated on? Absolutely, as we all are. But because someone cheats doesn't devalue me. It doesn't make me less. It says more about them than it does about me. But that's up to the interpretation, right? Everybody has their own perception of things. Um, what's the self-worth of a man? You know, I don't have a man here to ask that. Maybe I should have found someone to ask but I think it's something to be said that we all didn't come up the same we all didn't have people in our lives to tell us this is how this should be, and this is how this should be. And if somebody does this, that makes you feel this way, and this is what that means. We all didn't have that. We all didn't come up into parent homes. We all didn't come up in homes with a single mother who was overly affectionate. We all didn't come up in, in homes where you sat down and you talked about your feelings, and you talked about what was going on in your life, and you talked about anything. There were a lot of quiet households. So once you became an adult, you had to figure this out for yourself. Granted, we all have friends that went through stuff and you could pick up pieces here and there and little nuggets from other people, other people's parents that kind of told you some stuff. But a lot of us were left to our own devices to figure things out. So some people don't even know that they have issues with things because they weren't brought up in certain environments. You know what I mean? There are some things that even at almost 53, I'm still learning that (laughs) 
I had this all wrong just based on what I didn't know or what I wasn't taught or what we weren't exposed to, I'll say. Because now you can look at things totally different. And as I say often, we don't have to adhere to what our parents taught us and or not taught us. Now we're free, definitely free thinking because we're grown and on our own and we can look at things and make our own decisions and totally buck the system of how we grew up because we now are older. We look at things different. We want to do different things. We think differently, whatever the case may be, you know, self-worth. What is it? What does it mean? And as usual, as I always say, this is just the world according to Drea. Please provide feedback if you have it. (laughs) Because, you know, I think this is one of those conversations that could go on further. Because we have a whole generation coming up behind us that are, are far ahead of us in a lot of ways more so than we were at their age. But I think we could help them out with matters of the heart and emotional things. Because when it gets right down to it, while self-worth is based on who you are, a lot of us have some, some traumas that have affected that self-worth. Undealt with traumas, undealt with issues from childhood, undealt with things that need to be said and haven't been said. All that plays into this self-worth. And while Kay was talking, you know, in relationships, I think before we worry about our self-worth in a relationship, we got to get it together in that relationship with ourselves. And some of us are still working on that, the relationship with ourselves, with finding out things that we like and what makes us tick. And you may be listening saying, well, at this point, you should know. There's a lot of things we should know that we don't, even at whatever age we are, because we haven't had to deal with it. Or we repress things that need to be dealt with. So it's, it's again, it's one of those things that, you know, need to be maybe discussed a little further. And I'm open to that. If anybody wants to, you know, of course, I don't force anybody to do anything that they don't want to do because then it's not genuine. So when it comes to me and my self-worth, if you're not down for Team Drea, don't worry about it. I I got me. (laughs) I've had to learn that. I got me. It gets hard sometimes, but at the end of the day, I am all that I have. Me. Not talking on a spiritual level, not talking on a 
family level, friends, all of that. At the end of the day, all we have is ourself. We go to sleep with whatever thoughts we have, whatever troubles have been on our mind that day. And you have to grapple with that and come up with solutions and ideas on how to then be a better person the next day. And that is all self-involvement. I believe that's how we build on making a better self, a better who we are. And realizing that a lot of times the people with the biggest entourage are the loneliest because they have people around them for a moment or for a reason. But we all sleep. And I don't, you we all sleep alone, meaning that when I go to sleep, it's me and my thoughts as it is you and your thoughts. Regardless if you're in the bed with five people, you're sleeping alone. It's you and your thoughts. So, self-worth. Is it what you're worth? Is it what you will take? What you won't take? What you deal with? What you won't deal with? Self-worth. I've got a lot more questions now than I, I do answers. But, again... This has been an episode of Discussions by Drea. Have a great day. Until next time, be kind. Bye-bye.